Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You are tuning into Life Lessons in Law with LaShonda. And today I have attorney Judith DeLuce Montgomery. Hi, Judy. Hi, LaShonda. And Judy is the owner of Atlanta Family and Immigration Law. And first of all, Judy, the glasses. Now, you know. I am a lover of all things glasses, and you are really serving the glasses today. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you. So let's jump right in. I'm so excited um, to have you here. So let's talk a little bit about your practice. Tell me about your practice, and then we'll jump right in on everything. All right. Sounds good. Well, one, thank you for having me here. Of course. And so obviously, I'm trying to keep up with the glasses uh from you honey um because those are popping thank you um, atlanta family and immigration law okay let's delve in we help families navigate the treacherous waters of the family law and immigration legal system without drowning that is the goal um, and That's so i have married these two practice areas together a lot of times um, folks are like, oh, wow, family immigration, that's very worlds apart. But that's actually incorrect. It's very much uh, falls in the same vein. And I kind of I happen to have built a niche area um, mm -hmm. for my practice where we work in the intersection of family law um, and immigration and the way that we do that. And so I have the privilege and honor to write a book this year. Um, through the eyes of an immigration attorney. Uh, Wait, hold it up so we can see it. Hold it up a little more. You see it? Okay. There you go. And let me see the name at the bottom by yep. Judith DeLuce Montgomery. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Finding freedom from divorce while maintaining your immigration status. And so a lot of the clients that we get are uh, folks who are from another country. And they met somebody online because love is international and universal. And so people are finding love anywhere and everywhere around the world in different countries and different zip codes. And so you find someone. And if you guys are familiar with the 90 Day Fiancé show, yes. that is really where um, kind of this was birthed in the sense that you see how folks try to merge their lives and cultures together. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, this is where my firm comes in. And we try to ensure that you're able to maintain your status here in the United States because folks have come from near and far and have relocated into a new culture in a new country and have assimilated and they want to stay in the United States, but things didn't work out um, with that U.S. citizen spouse. And so now they find themselves going through a separation followed by a divorce and afraid that they're going to lose their status and be returned back to their country. Got you. So let me, let me be clear. You handle divorces, domestic divorces that don't involve immigration and divorces that uh, involve immigration issues, correct? That is correct. That okay. is correct. So we represent clients just in family law matters, uh, divorce, custody, child support, contempt, modification, adoption, 
we represent them in full capacity of a family law um, representation. And then we have clients that we only represent them in their immigration matter. Sometimes the two do not merge, okay. uh, but sometimes it does. So I'm going to break it down. Let's tell me about some topics that come up in the immigration realm that you see quite frequently that our viewers may need to be aware of. Adjustment of status is a big one. So in terms of, again, finding a spouse here in the United States where maybe you came here to go to college, uh, maybe you came here for a career and you find somebody that you fall in love with and you want to adjust your status to become a permanent resident in the United States. And that also gives you a pathway to citizenship. Um, so adjustment of status is our is one of the biggest practice areas that we do here um, at the firm, um, helping families stay together um, and helping the non uh, the non immigrant become a resident or a citizen of the United States. Another one that we see is that maybe the person entered into the states they entered into America illegally. Uh, and with, without inspection, and so, but they did marry a U.S. citizen, um, then, or they're working for an employer that's willing to sponsor them, um, then we would, again, work with the adjustment um, of status petition, or we have to do what's called a waiver. A waiver of inadmissibility, uh, according to USCIS, that means you entered in without inspection, and you are deportable, but you can ask them for forgiveness, essentially, okay. that you be allowed to stay, uh, adjust your status. You will have to go back to your country for the interview. But instead of having that three year ban or 10 year ban by us filing that waiver, you will be able to leave the U.S. to go to your interview and then be allowed to return immediately thereafter. So when you say forgiveness, um, what are some things that the government will will forgive in this in, in that instance? They will forgive you entering into the country illegally as long as you have maintained a criminal free existence in the United States. Mm -hmm. So that means that you're here, you're law abiding. Uh, maybe you have a TIN number and so you are able to work um, and you are paying your taxes on time. Um, those folks, they will usually allow you to have and file a waiver. You will have to show that there is a party that would be harmed or affected by you having to leave them here in the U.S., Meaning if you have a spouse that needs you to support them financially, to provide, help provide for the children, um, they will take that into consideration. You have to be able to show an extreme hardship to your U.S. born family member or U.S. citizen family member. Got you. Got you. Now, let's talk about I know sometimes um, your clients come to the United States and they start businesses and mm -hmm. they don't have proper accounting procedures 
and then they go through a divorce. Let's talk about that. How Let's that talk work? about that. Um, okay. And I have several clients like that okay. um, that really that are here, obviously, to make a better life for themselves and for their family back in their home country. And so a good bit of money goes outside that's made in the U.S., does leave the U.S. and go outside to support other families that are in different countries. And so a lot of times these folks are have mom and pop shops or are just trying to make ends meet. Um, maybe they have a tire shop or something like that. And so they don't have a bookkeeper, let's say. They don't have a bookkeeper that helps them differentiate between expenses and revenue, right? <clears throat> As business owners, we know that there is a difference between that. Um, and so, yes, you make revenue, but then you have to deduct the expenses from that revenue. And so it's either you've had a profitable month or you have not had a profitable month. Well, what happens is that when these folks end up in divorce, and this isn't just for, for foreigners, this is also we have quite a bit of clients who are U.S. born um, or citizens of the U.S. who have businesses, little biz, little mom and shop, pop shop businesses um, where they have not obtained a bookkeeper or someone who's manning the expenses and the revenue, and then they end up in a divorce. And you end up in a divorce and your spouse is saying, I want alimony because I know how much they bring in every month. I want X amount of dollars in child support because I know what they're bringing in every month. And so they're saying, well, I know, you know, she makes $40,000 a month in her business. Right. And so that's a good bit of money that a, that a business is bringing in every single oh. month. Well, of course, that spouse may not know the expenses that are incurred, how much you're paying your employees or your contractors or to have different different equipment in your business. You're paying a lease, maybe. So they don't know all the expenses that are coming out. They just know what's going into that account. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important that as a small business owner, you have bookkeeping in place because the revenue could really be $15,000 a month versus $40,000 a month. And that makes a difference okay. in if you will be responsible for having to pay any alimony, how much in child support you will be required to pay is based on what your take home is. What is your gross? each month. That is what the courts are going to look for in making a determination on how much has to be allocated to both of those things. Got you. Got you. And I know you also handle um, landlord tenant issues. I know in light of COVID, excuse me, <clears throat> there's a lot going on with a moratorium on uh, evictions, but now it seems like things are getting much different. Let's talk about what you're seeing in your landlord-tenant uh, practice. I do still handle uh, landlord-tenant cases. And the reason that I do that is because I have obviously built a practice area 
where folks know me from the work that I've done over the last decade for them. And so they refer friends and families and whatnot. Even though it is not marketed by the firm, I still get a good bit of those clients. And so what I found is that there is a need for landlord-tenant representation uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. And sometimes we go even outside of Atlanta Metro to help uh, clients that have those issues. Um, we specifically represent uh, clients who have the ability to pay rent, um, but have not paid rent or are withholding rent because of the landlord's failure or breach of the lease. And usually it has to do with failure to repair mm -hmm. um, because the landlord has put a, a home or a property into the stream of commerce. They have a absolute duty to make repairs to that home once a reasonable notice has been given by the tenant. And what we are seeing is that landlords are have really become slumlords at mm -hmm. times and not adhering to that part. There's still an expectation and a covenant to pay rent, but we see that the landlord is collecting rent and knows that they can evict for failure to pay rent, but then are not upholding their end by making sure that the home uh, that the tenant has quiet enjoyment, that the premises are habitable, that it is safe for that tenant. And so that's why I have found myself still practicing in that area or so my firm more so um, in assisting people that are dealing with that. Now, we do not represent clients um, that are dealing with failure to pay rent because they didn't have the money. Sure. Um, I have spoken with potential clients and in, in consultations, and I have told them if there's a decision between paying your rent and paying an attorney, you need to pay your rent. Mm -hmm. That's that's where your priorities need to lie. Um, it is not to pay us. And so that is the advice that I've given to folks. But what we're saying is that the moratorium is done. It is lifted. It is over. Uh, the cases are starting to move forward in the courts. People are indeed being evicted um, is what we are seeing. Um, now, there are some government programs that were giving money to folks. So and, and lump sums, too. We're talking about $18,000, $25,000 uh, to help folks pay that back rent that they haven't paid in almost two years. So we are seeing that. And if you can get that program and if you can get assistance from that program before that court date comes, fantastic. But we have seen some slowdown in that where people are having their hearings before that money comes through and then they are being evicted. And, and what I try to tell people is that, especially if you are a renter, your rental history is so important and that could put you a potentially put you in a place that you could become homeless mm -hmm. if there is a prior eviction on your record. And right. so, you know, rental history is just as important 
as your credit um, in terms of being able to uh, get lines of credit. It is just as important because you could find yourself um, ending up in an efficiency um, or or homeless. And that is something that we have heard and that is of major concern. But that's what I'm seeing these days. Ooh, you're busy, Miss Judy. We are busy. That is okay. So let's take it to the personal side a little bit. Okay. And I want to know how are you juggling between being a business owner and having your sweet little baby boy who's just a little over one? Yeah. Um, yes. That, that that's that's tough. T- tell us about how you're managing that. You know what? I can say that I'm very blessed. Um, I can say. One, I'm blessed to, to have him in my life. He is amazing. I'm so but I can, And he is. Yeah, he's a, he's a charmer now. He's a charmer. And he's walking so uh, or running. We're not certain. It, it went from crawling to running is what it looks like right now. Um, so we're just trying to keep up. But, you know, when people say that it takes a village, it truly uh, takes a village um, to raise a child. It really does. And I can say that I have a very strong village and I'm and I'm so thankful for that. I don't take it for granted, um, but I have a full-time nanny that helps me be able to work during the day. I have my, he has grandma with him. Um, and so, uh, and, 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 and other family members that are there to support me and caring for him. Um, when I have to work or when I have to go to networking events um, in the evenings. And so I'm very blessed by that, that I'm yeah. able to do that. But oh. he's he's the greatest thing since sliced bread to me. And oh. I am biased. So, 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 so <laughs> precious. Speaking of networking uh, events, um, I've, I've been looking at you on social media and you have really, really been doing a good job with everything, just staying connected to the community and your practice. That's and right. I know you have a we have a similar passion for uh, riding the Peloton, right? That is correct. Um, that is correct. So tell me, who is your favorite instructor? Alex Toussaint, none yeah. other than Alex, hands oh. down for me, hands down. Okay. Who's your it. favorite? Well, I have a few. I kind of, sw- it depends on my mood. I like Alex. Camila is my new, probably number two. I'm going to have to try her. And then Robin. Robin, I, I always, really? Robin, always okay. in the yeah. I mean, I may yeah. shuffle other people in and out, right. but Alex and Robin, they're always in the, the three pack. Yeah. And, I will uh, say it's going to be, it's Alex, then it's Kendall. Kendall. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 Kendall. So yeah. let me do a four pack then. Let me do a four pack. Kendall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kendall, um, Allie, uh, Tunde. Okay, that's the four pack. If I have yeah. to, if I have to do a four pack, absolutely. But I'm glad that you brought in that I am trying to do as much as I I can to stay connected to the community um, because to whom much is given, much is expected, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I am the president elect for 2023 um, for the Haitian American 
Lawyers Association of Georgia. I'm very excited about that. Awesome. We just had a law day not too long ago where we welcomed the community to come out and get free consultations from the different um, attorneys in the community. Um, and we wanted to reach out to as many families as possible to give them free legal advice without any cost. And obviously if they wanted to follow up, they were given that information to, to be able to do that. Um, and so we really tried to reach back and give back as much as we can through that organization. Um, but I'm, you know, obviously a member of many different organizations connected to the bar. Um, but this one was a passion project of mine as I am of Haitian American descent. I am first generation here in the United States. Um, hence why immigration is a passion for me. Um, it, the opportunities that I have been afforded in the life that I get to live is because I was able to immigrate to the United States and I don't take that for granted, not for a second. And so I wanna help as many people have that same opportunity that I had. Awesome. So the name of this podcast is Life Lessons in Law. So as we're wrapping up, I want one for you to tell everyone how they can find you and two, just give us a quick little life lesson that you've learned um, that you'd like to share. Okay. Uh, there's too many lessons, but I just need one. Just All right. Atlanta Family and Immigration Law Firm is located at 2860 Church Street um, in East Point, Georgia. Um, that is still Atlanta, Georgia, um, but specifically um, East Point. Okay. Um, and you can see the yellow building on the corner when you drive up and you'll see the big signs um, outside. Um, and I have been at this location I think we're going on three years now um, that uh, the firm purchased this location. Um, and so we're proud of that. You can find me, uh, you can contact us at 678-601-5580. Um, you can find us on Instagram, ATL Fam Immigration Attorney, A-T-T-Y, um, not attorney spelled out, um, you can find us on TikTok, same name, um, ATL Fam Immigration, ATTY. Um, we're obviously on Facebook as well, but the easiest and quickest way to get to us is 678-601-5580. The website is atlfamilyimmigrationlaw.com. Awesome. So that's how you can find us. Um, a life lesson. I think I posted this recently. I think I talked about it recently in, in another interview um, that I had um, with Shout Out Atlanta. So I'm in this month's uh, magazine. Um, and so one of the things that I talked about is that money is cyclical. When you are a business owner, Sometimes you're going to have an up season. Sometimes you're going to have a down season, but you are never out of the game unless you quit. Wow. So the goal is to never quit. You oh. got to bet on yourself each and every single time. That's how oh. I have been successful. Awesome. Well, Judy, this has been amazing. Again, I thank you so much 
for being a guest. And everyone, Judy has given you all the tools and ways to reach her. So there's no excuse for not reaching out to attorney Judith Deleuze Montgomery. And with that, we will close. Uh, And thank you for tuning in to Life Lessons in Law with LaShonda. And until next time, take care.